Welcome and thank you for tuning in to the Impact Podcast. Please follow the show's Instagram at the Impact Pod and check out my website, theimpactpod.com, for information about me, episodes, and any merchandise. I hope you enjoy this episode. For the season finale, I had the honor of interviewing Jacques Slade, also known as Cousteau, who covers sneaker news, sports, tech, and overall has just done a lot of very cool things. From rapping on one of my favorite shows, Community, that features Donald Glover, to interviewing the late Kobe Bryant and unboxing his signature sneaker with him. The list can go on for sure. From my conversation with Jacques, not only was he super down-to-earth and humble, it was also very easy to have a conversation with him. To kick off the season finale, I couldn't miss on the opportunity to share my favorite pair of sneakers with the sneaker connoisseur himself. And then before jumping into the first question, um, I just obviously have curiosity to know, like, what's your favorite sneaker right now? I know it changes because you're dealing with so many sneakers on a daily basis, but... <laughs> Gosh, uh, that's a great question. Right mm-hmm. now, um, bah, 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 bah. Uh, probably the Nike Go Flyies. I think that's just okay. a really cool sneaker, really cool concept. So I guess if I had to pick one right now, that would probably be what it is. That's probably what's on my mind the most at the moment. Got you, got you. And I got to see the video for it. It looked really, really cool. Just the ability to just be able to snap in, snap out um, and accessibility yeah. reasons why, too. So that was awesome to see. Um, and then I have the well, no one's going to be able to see this, but my favorite sneakers are the uh, Space Hippies. I'm not sure Aww. if you're familiar or seen these before. I love yeah, these so cool much. Three. Yeah. And I just I think just I don't know. I think it caught my eye because of just being able to easily pull and adapt and just the shape of it, too, as well, all being recycled. Uh, but I love these sneakers. I've been wearing them almost like every other day. So <laughs> these are basically just my favorite it. ones. I love those. I actually have a pair of those, but they're uh, a half size. I'm maybe a size too small. So I need to I need to find somebody that can trade me for my size for a new pair. So I've been I haven't I haven't even had a chance to wear them yet. Oh, okay, got you, got you. Well, if I if I see anything or whatever, because you're size twelve, right? Uh, eleven. Eleven. Eleven, 11 and a half. Okay, well, I'll keep, I'll keep a lookout and hit you up and let you know if anything. <laughs> That's that. awesome. I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah, that. for sure. And uh, yeah, the first question that I wanted to ask uh, was if you remembered the first sneaker or moment that got you into sneakers initially right off the gate. Gosh, I mean, there's a, there's a couple of moments that, that have been impactful, I think. Um, but the, probably the most, the one that I remember most clearly is the Air Max 95 is walking mm. past the store and seeing that shoe on a shelf and being like, oh my God, like, what is that? Like that, <laughs> what is it, like the color is like all that gray and then it had like the vault on it and then the shape of it, it just, it just literally just caught my eye walking by. It's like one of those things where it just kind of stops you in your tracks and you're like, oh man, like, what is that? So for me, I would say it's probably the Air Max 95, although there's tons of other sneakers that I've had impactful moments. That's one that I remember most clearly. Got you, got you. And yeah, I just wanted to share with you as well too, I think, at least for me, when I think about that question too, uh, the first sneaker that I can think of was the uh, Foam Posit Rookies. Uh, this was like in middle school, like that era. But I remember, and at least for my family as well too, like we didn't obviously have a lot growing up, but my dad and mom would always make sure to, if there was something that I liked, they would do their best to make sure that I got it. So I remember just going into the Foot Locker and seeing it and my dad got it from me. I remember just being so ecstatic and, and so happy just to <laughs> have that pair of sneakers. And I think cool. that just really is what started it. <laughs> That's cool. And then obviously you're dealing with sneakers and sports and all so many different aspects, but I just wanted to know how has your career with sneakers shaped who you are today? Um, 
I think it allows me to look at more details and be more observant mm-hmm. of things. Uh, I think with the, in the world of sneakers, the way that storytelling is done over over the silhouettes, often you have to look for the details. And you have to be really observant and get it and you know can. Consider other things outside of, oh, this is just a shoe you wear to run or whatever any of that is. So I, I think in my life overall, it has allowed me to look at things in, with a little a bit of a more detailed eye and be a bit more observant of mm-hmm. the stories of why things work the way they do and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. No, I think and I think what you mentioned, at least the storytelling aspect, I think that's a really great way to frame it. Because I think everything that we do, there's a story to tell. And I think especially as I see how you sort of relay your media and everything else. Like there's always a deeper underlying message. I think that's really interesting to say. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. For sure. Um, and then I know, and like I mentioned before, you deal with like sports, technology, so many different aspects, but obviously there's a lot of information being thrown at you all the time. So how are you constantly trying to learn every single day in new ways? Gosh, I mean, just it's literally just learning, reading, trying, uh, experimenting. Um, I I take it as a point of pride to try and do a lot of things myself. So at least I understand them. Even if I am not the best at them, I try to find some small portion of it that I can do to give me a greater appreciation for those that actually do the work. Um, I know I can't do anything, um, but I know I have the, the the ability to do most things. So I I try to do most things knowing that um, it gives me a better understanding of that world and a greater appreciation for those that have mastered that craft. Mm. And then for those that have mastered those crafts, who are the three people that you can think of that have been influential in your life? Gosh, uh, there's tons of tons of people. Well, one, my uncle, he's a he's a construction worker. Uh, and I just have a great appreciation for the things that he's able to build and how he understands like the world uh, from the from the perspective of, of construction, from electrical to drywall to a foundation to putting in the cement, you know, for for the floor, like all of those things. He understands that. So I have a great appreciation for him and that world. Mm. Um, Outside of that, like Neil deGrasse Tyson, just because of mm. how he appreciates the world um, and how he appreciates space. And I'm, be, I'm a big nerd when it comes to technology and space. <laughs> so like that, he's like like the bar for me in that world. Um, and then uh, like Denzel Washington, um, part of mm. my job is to be an entertainer and to have someone like Denzel to kind of set the bar of what like the pinnacle of entertainment is. I think that 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 kind of rounds out my three. I mean, of course, there's other people. There's like, you know, like Jay-Z or mm-hmm. Nas or, you know, Rick Ross or any of those guys that have kind of mastered their craft. Um, so, yeah, there's tons of people. Got you, got you. There's a really cool movie with Denzel Washington that came out on HBO Max called The Little Things. Uh, definitely check it out. I, I, it yeah. was interesting. I had a very um, alternative ending, but uh, definitely check it out for sure. Yeah, for sure. I will. Oh, man. I will. But yeah, and I think, I mean, I like that you mentioned like all those people because I think those are also individuals that I look up to a lot as well too. And I also think about hip hop as well. Um, and like something that I think about a lot too is like MF Doom was one person that at least I, I looked up to a lot and I listened to him starting out of the gate of high school and just getting so much just influence and listening to like his lyrics. I just had a deep, deep appreciation. Um, and do you feel like hip hop has also been a big factor in sort of your career and everything that you do? 
Yeah, I would say hip hop has always been a part of, of what I've done. There's there's no way to mm-hmm. kind of separate who I am from hip hop. Uh, hip hop is not the world that I live in, you know, typically, mm-hmm. but they uh, it, it definitely has, has had an effect on my life just from like the entrepreneurial spirit to, you know, the stories that they tell to the social issues that they're able to bring to light through the music. So all yeah, hip hop is yeah, you can't you can't separate it from who I am. Gotcha. That's awesome to hear, man. And for the next question that I wanted to ask, and I know this was definitely a while ago, but I saw like in 2014, you had a like amazing interview with Kobe Bryant. And I was just curious to know what that experience was like, uh, the prep work behind it. Um, and just, yeah, overall that experience, I, I would love to hear that. Yeah, it, it was, uh, it was a lot, uh, because I, I you know, I, at that point in my career, I hadn't, I hadn't done what I've done now. And so I was pretty new. And when the, mm-hmm. uh, when the opportunity presented itself, I was super nervous. Um, but, you know, like everyone else, I did my research. You know, you want to make sure you're prepared for something like that. And mm-hmm. uh, lucky for me, you know, Kobe was a great, he's a great interviewer. He knows, he knows how the process goes. He's very cordial. He, he's uh, very personable. He knows his stuff head to tail. And he's able to explain things in a way that I think the audience can understand and relate to. So he made it pretty easy for me. Um, I just had to worry about like the technical side of it and just making sure that mm-hmm. the cameras are rolling and the sound is rolling because <laughs> I was doing everything on my own. But for the mm-hmm. most part, you know, it was it was a really amazing interview and a, and a great, a great confidence booster for me. Mm, that's awesome to hear. And then this is just a more of a random question, but I know, like you just mentioned, you have to do a lot of pieces on your own. That experience of just um, setting things up and kind of having the mindset, like, I got to learn these things on the, on the fly. Like, how did you go about processing that? And I guess just self-learning in that sense. Well, I mean, for me, I, I a lot of the things that I've been able to do have been because I taught myself or I, I studied, mm-hmm. you know, I, stu- I studied on my own. Like, I didn't graduate from college. So everything that I've been able to do has been, you know, me finding out or having a mentor that was able to assist me or being in the right place at the right time or just using some kind of, you know, some God given talents that I had, uh, plus some some deep learnings. So I, I guess for me, the, the the key thing is to be able to 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 not humble yourself and know that you can't do everything but be able to learn and then mm. be able to put that out into the world mm. and that i i really love that you said that because i think that's something that i'm trying to learn as well as i'm like figuring out all this podcasting things and like if i had to do shipping and just all these pieces and i think it's really humbled me to the fact that there's a lot out there you could just got to go search for it and really be um I guess, motivated to get that done. And I think that's really inspiring when I see a lot of how you started out um, uh, just recording like videos and like putting things out there, unboxings and all those really cool things. And I I personally think it's really inspiring to see something like that and just seeing how much it comes out into full fruition. Yeah, yeah. I I, I try to tell people all the time, like I am the lowest common denominator. Like there's going to be people in the next five, 10 years that do things that are so much more amazing than I was able to do in the sneaker world. Like, I'm just happy that I can kind of set the bar of like, look, you you guys can at least do this. Now, Mm -hmm. like, you've got to take it even further than what I've done. Mm-hmm. I got you. I got you. And then before I ask the last question, um, <laughs> a couple of days ago, I was watching the your YouTube video on the um, Beyonce, um, like 
I see sneaker unboxing and I oh, <laughs> one yeah, I love yeah. seeing it. I, I love your dog uh, Cow Cowboy is the name, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, what, what was that like? I know you were um, you had to like smash the sneaker and like do all those like really cool things, but. I feel like that was such a must have been a very interesting experience just getting that like block of ice and like sneakers inside of it. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the most interesting unboxings I've ever had. I was <laughs> surprised how it all came together, but it was really cool. Obviously, it was um, it was inspired by snow and uh, mm -hmm. snowboarding and, and snow boots. And so all of that kind of came together by putting it in ice. It was really beautiful. I, I felt bad that I had to break it open, but they did a really <laughs> terrific job. And, and the sneaker brands have been really great with, with the storytelling. So that was one of, that was one of the most unique ways that I've had to unbox something. Got you. No, definitely. I, I enjoyed watching the videos. Like I was like, damn, you have to just <laughs> throw the entire thing down and just break it all apart. But that must, like you said, the storytelling behind it too. And the concept is really interesting. So yeah, that's really cool to hear. And the last question I wanted to ask you was in the sneaker world and all that you do. And I know you mentioned it a little bit in terms of you're setting the bar. There can be so much more done in the sneaker world and everything else. But what do you want your impact slash legacy to ultimately be? I think the impact that I want to have in the end is to let people know that they can do whatever they want if they put their mind to it. I know it sounds so cliche, but there are a lot of things that we deny ourselves or that we tell ourselves we can't do and we, and, we, and we become afraid to start them. And that is how we admit defeat. And I want people to know that I, a guy that came from, you know, that was poor, that was on welfare, that didn't, didn't have cool shoes as a kid, that wanted to be a basketball player, but wasn't tall enough or good enough, <laughs> that there are other things that we can do in our lives if we put our minds to it. Um, I'm not saying that I was able to do all of this on my own. I definitely got lucky. There is there is a bit of luck to it, and but there is a bit of skill to it as well and perseverance and hope and the, the thought to try and the ability to look past the failure and continue to go on. So if anything, that is what I want my legacy to be. I want people to understand that there are opportunities out there for them to do things, but they just have to go after them and they shouldn't rely on someone to do them for them. They should get out there and do it for themselves. Mm, amazing. And I resonate that with that deeply. And as I continue to learn and grow more and starting out my career and everything else, I think those are all important pieces. And I think one is just not only pushing myself, but using the resources close to me, like utilizing my friends as um, as just like not only mentors, but just to learn, which is uh, a really great blessing. And I think everything that you just said was amazing. And I think that's something that I'm gonna also take with me as I continue in everything I'm going forward with. Awesome, I appreciate That's awesome. Glad to hear that, man. Glad yeah, to hear but yeah, that. But yeah, to close off, yeah, thank you so, so much. Um, and again, I really do appreciate the time. Um, I know you definitely have like a million things going on, like a million other sneakers <laughs> and videos that you have to be doing and whatnot. But just the fact that you uh, took a little bit of time just to talk with me, it, it means the world, honestly. And, and thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. Absolutely. And, and thank you for taking the time to, to interview me. I, I appreciate it. Uh, I, I'm, I feel like I'm no different than anyone else. And uh, I'm happy that I was able to share. And, you know, I feel like there there's no reason for me to keep everything that I know to myself. The point of it is to share. Uh, I deeply believe that we are blessed to be a blessing. So uh, I, I hope this was helpful. Um, I hope that you were able to get something out of this and I hope your audience is able to get something out of this. So thank you for your time today and thank you for giving me a platform to share. 
And that's season one. A big thank you to James Vancore for mixing and mastering this season. I deeply appreciate all the hard work that you put into this and I am forever grateful. I dedicate this season to my dear friend Max Martinez. I think of you every single day and you are truly missed. Thank you everyone for supporting and listening. Wouldn't be possible without you all. Stay updated with the podcast to find out when season two is out. And if you haven't already, please leave a five star review if you're loving the podcast so far. And remember, leave an impact wherever you go, no matter the scale, as long as you are making yourself and those around you better every day. Until next season.